Well, hey guys, good evening. Good evening at the time of recording this. I'm going to assume good morning at the time of your listening to this. Welcome back to the Hip Bodies podcast. It's your host, Chelsea Pleasant. And I'm really excited to record this episode for you because, I mean, the truth is, I have kind of some heavy topics to discuss. Um, If you're new here and you're wondering what this podcast is, Hip Bodies is a workout group that I started back in 2017, and I go live and work out with my clients every day. And it's really fun, and part of it is, like, I really want to be your workout buddy, not your, like, motivational, cheesy... I I don't even want to say cheesy. I'm not trying to like throw shade on like the super motivational trainers. Like, Hey, I wish I could be you, but I'm not you. Like I'm, I, we have girl talk. I'm real. I'm struggling. And in fact, right now I'm like (laughs) extra struggling, which I'll get into in a minute. But yeah, like, so the podcast just allows me to dive deeper into that, into what's going on in my life and like my own health and fitness journey. Um, I'm like embarrassed to say as a trainer, but I'm still on a weight loss journey myself. I had a baby about 10 months ago and gained a lot of weight during that pregnancy despite being a very healthy human. Um and and yeah, I've just been going through I would say the last couple of months I've just been going through you know when you've been on a weight loss journey for a long time and you're just like, "Okay, I want to be done." Okay, I don't want to think this hard anymore. I'm over it. Like you just kind of hit that like effort point. It's kind of where I've hit, but something happened this week that reignited a different type of motivation in me, like a different reason to eat healthy, and I want to talk about that. So I guess that's where I'm going to start. So to kind of recap, like I was saying, I've just struggled to eat healthy lately. I love making treats. Like I love making cookies and you know, whatever. I just, I love that kind of stuff. Like any reason to make a special treat, like, hi, it's Friday. I'm going to make something. You know what I mean? Like it's, it doesn't take much. Right. Um, well, and across the board, like I've just been maintaining, it's not like I'm gaining weight. It's just like, I've just been maintaining. And I, I really do look forward to the season that I can have a body. I feel very confident in and be sitting at a weight. I feel very confident in and also live this lifestyle, I hope. You know what I mean? Because that, oh, that would be the dream. <laughs> but, but, um, yeah, so my whole family has been eating this way, okay? On, gosh, this is, this is just like, I'm just going to preface this by saying this could be triggering to someone um, because this is in regards to my son and this is in regards to, I guess, maybe a little bit of like anxiety. I don't know. So we're just going to get into it. Um, and it would also discuss the topic of childhood cancer. Okay. So my son, he had this bruise on his lower back that I noticed, like, I want to say like a week and a half. I, it was definitely like there for a week, at least a week. And it's still there a little bit. Um, and I think, I can't remember what night it was, but I was looking and I was like, I can't believe that bruise is still there. I'm just going to go ahead and Google it. And so I just go in the other room and I Google it. And all I'm seeing is leukemia. And I'm like, I mean, how else would he get this bruise? It's in such a weird place. It's in his lower back. And so my brain starts spiraling. And 
I'm like trying to calm myself down because like I logically know I sound crazy like oh now my son has one single fairly mild bruise and I'm like he has leukemia right like like why why am I being this crazy but that's where my brain went and I couldn't let it go and so we have an amazing pediatrician that we can literally text anytime so I just sent him a text with a picture of the bruise and I told him exactly what I was thinking he was both validating and calming where he was like I'm sure it's nothing he's a four-year-old boy it's summertime who knows right um but let's get blood work just for peace of mind and so the blood work thing was really nerve-wracking because I thought they were gonna have to do it like through the veins um but they were able to do it with a finger prick thank goodness um and they were actually able to get back to us within like really quickly so he got blood work like pretty much the next day on our way home from school Cameron even left work early met me there and labs looked great everything's fine okay but during that entire time that I thought that this was a possibility and and I also want to clarify too that Cameron was just as concerned as I was because he also noticed that bruise and when I went to my mom's house while Kevin was at school I was kind of like telling her about it and she was like yeah I noticed it too and that was the first thing that came to my head and it just was kind of like all these people like piling on these signs and I'm just like oh this is terrifying and and so what what do you do as a parent when you're in this situation you go what could I have done different what what like did I do something to cause this and I know I logically know that it, that's not how it works <laughs> But, but it brought me back to something f- from way, from way back when I first started personal training. Okay. So this is kind of, it's kind of weird, but just hear me out. Okay. So back in 2016, when I first became a personal trainer, I couldn't afford health insurance. So I paid the government to not have health insurance. Cause that was during the whole like affordable healthcare act thing. Do you guys remember that? And so it was like, you had to pay a fee if you didn't have health insurance. Like, hi, I'm one of the ones that had to pay the freaking fee at the end of the year. (laughs) Um, because that was less than what health insurance was. So yeah, I, um, I didn't have health insurance, but I had this like crazy fear where I was like, what if I got cancer? And so I just did this obscene amount of research for like holistic remedies to cancer. Right. And I will say like, that's probably also too what started like just kind of an interest in like holistic healing was just simply not having health insurance. <laughs> and I, I mean, I'm talking, I went down every rabbit hole that I, I don't, and if anyone's ever kind of seen it, there's like the baking soda, the, you know, the alkaline, the whatever. Right. And the first one that just really resonated with me was the ketogenic diet in cancer. And starving the cancer cells essentially because they feed on glucose as their energy source as our entire body does like when glucose is in the body it's like it's running on that and so giving it a completely different energy source it's like starving those cells and it just it made so much sense to me and from that day I decided to do a ketogenic diet and I was keto for like two freaking years after that like I that it just it was that simple. Like I 
was so motivated by that. I was like, this is for my health. Like this isn't like, this is for my longevity. It had nothing to do with weight loss. Like it was a side effect that I also had a body I felt really confident in, but like, it was like, yeah, I'm not going to risk it. Like, you know, trying to live this lifestyle, like sure. Like Cameron and I would totally smash some Taco Bell from time to time and things like that. But for the most part, we were keto. Well, over the years, you know, I became a grown up and <laughs> Cameron was in the military. So we had health insurance and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Right. And then, of course, like having babies and blah, blah, blah. Well, fast forward to this moment where I was like <sighs> unsure if my son had leukemia. It brought me back to that, like eating a low carb diet and like what that can do for the body, eating a whole foods based diet, like just eating in a way to like really support your health right like and who knows I I am not an oncologist okay like I have truly no idea but I was like right now I'm feeling very compelled to to eat this way like and to feed my family this way um and I and I should clarify too like my kids still eat food so they're not eating like a ketogenic diet but it's like mm, we don't need to be eating like freaking cookies and crap like that all the time right so it's like keto plus fruit (laughs) I I don't know however you want to explain that that's how the kids eat but um yeah so I just felt really really compelled in that moment and then here's this is this is where it gets kind of weird but like I'm I and I debate sharing it because it's like this is a public thing and like people are gonna think I'm crazy but whatever so I'm big on angel numbers And for me personally, when I see an angel number, I believe it's a sign from my brother, my big brother, Kevin. That's who my son is named after. And I, you know, just to give you guys some clarity or whatever on like how I feel about like spirituality and stuff, I feel connected to my brother um, who has passed on. And I believe there that he's still with me somehow, but like, I've never felt a connection to necessarily like a higher, like I, I just, I've never aligned with religion or anything like that. Like I've tried. I, I, and I, and I'll always, I'm always open to trying more like, Hey, if you're listening to this and you feel compelled to send me something, Hey, that's fine. Like I'll, I'm, I'll always remain open, but like, I just, it's never clicked for me and I don't know why, but, but I definitely believe that my brother is somehow with me still. And when I see like angel numbers, if I feel like it's him, you know, trying to tell me something and it was really funny. So when I was like, I was sitting in Kevin's bedroom with both kids and it was, I I like look we have this like old cell phone in there that like you have to like you don't have to it's not locked so like you could just open up any app or whatever right well Casey was like screwing around with it and I didn't notice I was reading the kids a book and they were saying like funny stuff or whatever and I look over and I realize oh Casey's like recording a voice memo that's weird so I just hit stop and it was recording 111 and I was like huh that's weird and I, it, it, she's like, thought to myself, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go check my phone. And I go and check my phone. And it was the pediatrician texting us saying, labs look great. I was like, oh, 
okay, okay, that's good, right? Like, but but it definitely was one of those moments where like, I felt like he was with me, right? And like all day, I was like, I'm not gonna take this, you know, for granted. Like, I feel like this whole experience was for something, right? And again, feeling drawn to like eating keto as the as a family and all that kind of stuff, right? And I'm thinking about this the next morning, and I'm like. I go and I look at my watch. I'm wearing my cheapo $20 Amazon watch and I've done 111 steps. And I just remember like, I don't know, I like took another couple steps and I was like, that's just a coincidence, right? And it just was like stuck on 111 for a little bit. And I was like, okay, okay, there's something there, right? Like at least to me and maybe some of you are over there rolling your eyes, but it it felt like something to me. And throughout the morning, I remember I was just like, should I share this? Like, I feel so motivated to eat healthy and it feels like something's clicked for me, but it's like, it's just a little heavy to talk about. And like right in that moment, <laughs> I looked at the clock and it was eleven eleven. I was like, huh, it feels like I should, <laughs> you know? So that, that brings me to me telling you this right now and kind of, how something has clicked inside me and it's right now it's I I know that weight loss is a side effect of this but I feel so motivated to like eat healthier as a family and kind of ditch the junk because yeah you only get one body don't you forget that you only get one like you can like put on an outfit and just go treat it like crap like spill stuff on it go hiking whatever you know, you can shoot, you can like beat up a car, you can get dings in your door, you know, all that kind of stuff. But like your body, you only get one. It's just, it's kind of crazy. Like we, it's so easy to forget that. And people like forget, like we're not invincible. You know, we're just like, we're gifted this amazing thing like this, you know, like we have the possibility to be healthy, like to have like a healthy heart, to have like strong muscles, to like feel good and like some people go their whole lives without ever knowing what it feels like to be in like tip-top shape to like know what it feels like when you feel really confident in your own skin when you can like jog a mile or do a hundred push-ups or you know whatever like you it it's not even about like the I don't know like the flex of being able to do those things it's like the way you walk around feeling is so different you know what I mean? And it's like, gosh, it's a gift. It's a privilege that we're able to do that. And like, we're given the opportunity. I don't know. So anyway, I'm kind of going on a rant right now, but, <laughs> but that's kind of what is going on over here. So I, I am eating keto. I'm eating keto and a weight loss is on my mind. Of course, duh. Like I'm still human, <laughs> but it's not the primary motivator. Like I just... I just, I want to be healthy. I want my family to be healthy. I don't want to make freaking cookies all the time. I don't want there to constantly be a dessert in the house. You know, like I just, I want healthier habits for the whole family. And it's not to say like, I'm not going to be a freaking almond mom. Okay. I'm not going to say my kids can't have certain things or whatever. It's like, nah, man, like you don't have food allergies, like go off, enjoy your childhood. Right. But it's like, on a day-to-day basis, I'm going to do what I can to keep my family healthy. You know, that's, that's all. All right, moving on to a less heavy topic. I'm sorry if I weirded you out, by the way. I hope I didn't. Please, please 
tell me I didn't. <laughs> um, anyway, what else is going on over here? So this weekend we, <sighs> okay. It all starts on Friday, <laughs> Friday during the workout. I, well, I hate sharing this information cause it like grosses me out when women are this comfortable sharing it. I just, I don't know. Okay. I started my period this week. Okay. I can't remember exactly what day it doesn't matter, but like due to that, and I am only telling you this because my friend Jen could like tell based on the workouts that I was about to start my period because I was getting weaker and I was getting annoyed with it. And like, I'm not the person that like leans into feeling weaker and just like adjust the weight and moves on. I'm the person that's like, no, this, you are, you are capable of more than this. Like you are going to do this, you know? So all that to say that on Friday, I was doing sumo deadlifts, which truthfully, I don't do sumo deadlifts very often. And I, I just, I did a little something, something to my back and I, it like, it just kind of got progressively worse over the weekend, which was really not great because I feel like we had a lot to get done this weekend, like as a family (laughs) and oh my gosh, like to the point that I succumbed to ibuprofen, which if you know me, I, I don't take that. Like I take ibuprofen or Tylenol or like Motrin or, you know, whatever for, for a bad headache. That's like the only time I really want to take it. Otherwise I'm like, no, I'll be fine. I don't take medicine for like a runny nose. If I am coughing, my body is trying to expel something. So I'm not going to interrupt that process. Like I am such an effing hippie with that kind of stuff. Okay. Like I, I believe that my body's symptoms are what it has to do to get like to get healthy again. Okay. So I'm not going to interrupt that process. That's my logic. Is it scientific? In my mind, yes. <laughs> Is it actually? No. But like, um, okay, again, going on a rant. But yeah, so I be I took ibuprofen because like on it was last night, I could not find a position I could be comfortable in. Like laying on my side. You know when your back hurts and it just feels like hot? Like that's kind of how it felt. It was so awful. So anyway, it actually felt a lot better this morning and like throughout the day it's just gotten better and better but I've taken it way easier so yeah I, I just, I'm gonna have to take it easy this week which is super annoying because that's not my style I like to I like to go hard and I I also want to say like as a trainer I'm embarrassed and ashamed of myself that I did this because I, you have to keep in mind, I did this on camera in front of my clients. You know what I mean? Like that's humiliating (laughs) as a trainer, like Chelsea, come on. But it's like, but it's also like, hello, I'm on camera. I'm not gonna be weak on camera and like, you know, give up. Right. (sighs) So yeah, I will be, I will be going lighter this week. Uh, I don't even know if I'll be lifting at all tomorrow. We'll see. And it's also just like such a rough week too. So I have like, my parents help me out a ton with childcare and they are out of town. They are leaving tomorrow for like, they go on this like really long cross country road trip every year because it's so miserable here this type of year that they just like get out of town and they go over to the West coast. They go to San Diego, they go to Washington. My parents are going to go on Alaska cruise, like all that kind of stuff. Right. So 
they, I, okay, again, I just give you way too much information. So my parents are gone. And so my dad normally helps me out with Casey and Casey's now at like the psychopath stage where she's like, oh, I don't know you. Therefore I'm going to scream if you are going to be my babysitter. So I do have someone to watch her during the workouts, but like, that's it because it's pointless beyond that. It's like, I'm in the house trying to work and she's like, crying <laughs> it's just it's not it's not good so I'm ugh, yeah it's just it's gonna be a rough week but Cameron's mom is actually coming to town uh at the end of this week so we I will have basically like a we'll call her the grandma nanny for a long time so that she'll be able she'll she's kind of covering I guess for my parents which is so nice and so helpful and like we are so lucky and I'm so grateful that we have the help. Um, and I and I am figuring something out for Casey. So if you care, she's not 12 months yet. But once she turns 12 months, there is a drop-in place that I'm going to try out. Which I'm like so nervous about. Because she's obviously going to hate it. You know what I mean? Like I And I, I'm not trying to be like, oh yeah, she's I, I'm deciding she's going to hate it. It's like, no, I, like she hates anything that isn't me. Or, like, someone she already knows, right? But uh, that's a whole nother thing. Should I talk about what's going on with Kevin? I don't think I'm going to. It's a lot to unpack there, but that is playing into my decision to, like, push Casey a little bit. Whatever. I, I'm not going to get into that. Let's let's just move on, guys. Let's move on. So I, I want to talk about, like, what we're doing inside Hip Bodies right now. So we're doing Fit Girl Summer. And I am not being a psycho about tracking my weight moved and my strength right now, which is funny because I'm still doing it in the back of my mind, which is why I tried to go too heavy on Friday. (laughs) But anyway, we are focused on like we have like a strength portion and then we have like this really fun, um, like a cardio test. And so it's just like, you see how many you can do of something in one minute. And what was really cool this week is I, I set an intention. So I did like one set and then I was like, okay, so I did, I, I'm just going to use the number as an example. Let's say I did 14. I was like, I'm going to try to get to 15. And then I would, I would do it again and I would crush it, you know? And it, and it reminded me like, gosh, it's such a difference when you have that goal. And that's what kind of like annoys me about a lot of workout videos is they're just telling you how many to do. And what I what I try to tell you guys is to do what you can with what you got. But like taking it one step further and actually writing down what you've done so you can beat you. It's not like me telling you, hey, do 10 of this. It's like, no, I did 10 last time with this much weight. I'm going to try to see if I can get 12 this time or I'm going to up the weight a little bit or whatever, right? Like obviously, you know, don't freaking hurt yourself like I did. And I want to just say, I have not hurt myself before, okay? Like not, I don't think I've done it on a hip bodies workout or if I did, it's been a really long time. Like 99.9% of the time, I am good and I listen to my body and I know what's up, okay? But I I do need to be humbled sometimes, okay? 
sorry, I just feel like I need to say that because like, I feel like somebody's listening to this and they're like, oh, I don't want her as my trainer. She like, can't, she freaking hurt herself. Okay. Like this is, Hey, I'm being real. I'm being real and open and vulnerable here. Okay. Anyway, so back to the workout. So you do like a little cardio test and then you do like a surprise burnout. So the first portion, the strength portion and the cardio test it's going to be somewhat repetitive week to week, like every Monday that's going to look the same, every Tuesday that's going to look the same, you know what I mean, week after week. And so that gives you kind of those numbers to beat week after week. And then the burnout portion is like a fun surprise. So I like that. I like, I love having something that's new and different every day. Of course, I hate, I have to tell you, I am normally really good about writing stuff in advance, but I think because hot girl runner it was like all done ahead of time for me I don't know I've just been forgetting I've been forgetting and then I'm like you know 40 minutes from the workout starting I'm like oh my god I need to write this burnout I is that am I being too real right now that I that I have been forgetting but yeah like just I just need to get back in the habit of it just like being a little bit more prepared so anyway that's what's going on inside hip bodies. Um, normally I share like kind of workout wins. Last week was not a winning week for me. (laughs) I, I felt very weak and that was annoying. I also felt bloated. I mean, yeah, you guys know what's going on. I hate telling you that like, and I hate using that as an excuse. It's so, I don't, I'm not one of those people that's like, ew, periods are gross, but it's like, but they are. And I don't need to like, I don't like tell you, oh yeah, like I just pooped. Like that's also kind of, you know what I mean? It's like everyone does it, but we don't have to like announce it. You know what I'm saying? Like I just, I guess, I don't know, maybe that's just me. I have just found that women are, I don't know if it's me personally, something about me that makes women feel comfortable sharing that they are on their period. But a lot of people tell me that they're on their period. and, And it's like, I don't know what it is about me, but I visualize it when they tell me that. And so it's gross. (laughs) That's the only reason why it's gross. Um, And you know what's also so funny? You know the phrase shark week for that? For like, I would say like multiple years, people would say like, oh, it's shark week. And I literally thought they meant like, do you guys, I think it was on like uh, the Discovery Channel or something when they had like shark week where it was like a whole week of like they were focusing on sharks on like the discovery channel so I literally thought that's what everyone was saying and I was like I I don't think they do this many shark weeks like I mean I don't watch the discovery channel that often but like and I remember I think I said that to someone they were like what are you talking about and yeah that was when I learned like it's a phrase for that so (laughs) Ah, wow. Yeah. Weird podcast. You know, Jen was telling me, she was like, cause Jen was like, you need to talk about the podcast more. And I'm like, every episode I record, like afterwards, I'm embarrassed, you know? And, but at the same time, I can't imagine uploading something where it's like scripted and perfect. You know, it's like the people who like that kind of thing, they're not going to like anything I put out. You know what I mean? Like what I put out on my Instagram stories, on like my social media, it's, it's just, it's not, I, I'm not, I'm not like a put together kind of girl. So the podcast isn't going to be either, but sometimes I'm just like, Chelsea, you could be like a, like a, just like a little bit more 
focused. Like I write a plan, but then I, I, you know, I get off topic. (sighs) Okay. Moving on. So meals I'm loving. I, I haven't done that one in a while. Obviously last week was just like a really a rough week for us. Um, but I do want to just share Cameron and I, we made the chicken teriyaki the next night and truly like we have mastered Seattle style chicken teriyaki. I, I feel like I need to write this down. Like I need to like create a, a website specifically for this, like just for people who have left the Seattle area and like didn't realize that teriyaki is not available everywhere until they moved to their new area and they're like, oh my gosh, like what do I do? Or people who live somewhere and they're like, oh, I, I don't really like Asian food. It's like, oh no, you probably do like Asian food, but they just don't know how to make it here. <laughs> like FYI, everyone in the South makes bare, like so far, I, you know, Hey, we haven't given up, but there, there's just, is not good Asian food around here. So anyway, we made the Seattle style teriyaki last Sunday night. It is so good. You guys, like it is so good. I just want, I want to make it for everyone. I really do. Cameron and I could eat this every friggin' night. And I tell you what, when I like, yeah, I, I want to, I want to have like a teriyaki party. I do. Maybe I'll make that for Casey's birthday. Oh, you know what? Can I talk about that for a second? So I am struggling with Casey's first birthday. I just want to tell you about this whole thing. Okay. I want to tell you about my whole thought process here. So I have friends here, right? I have like, I don't, I don't, I'm not like, oh my gosh, I have like massive amounts of friends here, but I have friends. Okay. So when I first moved here, I had a handful of like, these are like my friends, like not like, they're not like mom friends or like my friends, like people I met and became friends with like while I was pregnant, basically, because I moved here like and immediately became pregnant and I developed this small group of friends. And so these are the people that I celebrated Kevin's first birthday with, right? And then over the years, like Kevin's made his own friends. So when we have birthdays for Kevin, it's like, sure, we invite like my friends, but we also, we invite Kevin's friends. And I feel, I, I, I feel kind of weird. Like the friends that, um, that don't have kids themselves and they're just kind of like my friends. Cause like the truth is I don't see them very often. And I feel like I only see them for like special events. And like when I invite them to like my kids' birthdays, I'm like, I please don't feel like I'm, you have to bring them a gift or like, I'm just in, you know, like just, I just want to see you right. Like that. I just wanted a reason to see you. That's like really what it feels like. So here we are, we're coming up on Casey's birthday. And this is where I feel super weird because Casey, I don't have any friends for Casey. So then it's like, if I invite Kevin's friends, then I don't want to look like I'm like you, I am, I want you to bring a gift for Casey. You know, like I, I'm like, I'm overthinking this gift thing. Aren't I like, I just hate that. I hate the pressure. I don't want them to feel pressured to like bring my daughter a gift. Like I don't care about the gifts. Like I just want my daughter to feel celebrated <laughs> And, but I also like, yeah, it's just like, it's just this weird thing where I'm like overthinking it. And I, and I don't like, Casey doesn't care if she has a birthday, but it's like, as a mom, you know, you want to, you want to like be equal, right? Like Kevin had a first birthday. So Casey has to have a first birthday. Oh, it's such a thing, man. I talk about parenting too much on here. I'm sorry. Okay. 
Anyway, so that was like the meal I loved last week was teriyaki, which brought me to Casey's birthday and this like internal panic I'm having about it, which her birthday is coming. It's in September, September 5th. I really need to figure it out. And that's the other thing too. No one's going to come. It's Labor Day weekend. No one's going to come. So poor girl. My birthday was Memorial Day weekend. And so, and, and basically Kevin's is Memorial Day weekend too. So it's like, we got Memorial Day and Labor Day and then Cameron's is in February, which, you know, I just, I don't want to be a Valentine's day couple. And it's mainly because that's just a lot going on in February. It's like, I'm supposed to like get you something romantic for Valentine's day. And then I'm supposed to like come up with like a birthday gift. I, and I've talked about this before on the podcast, gift giving is not my strong suit. I was okay. (laughs) Listen to this. Kevin has a birthday party that we're going to next weekend. So I, t- the, I RSVP'd as soon as we got the invite, right? I texted the mom and I was like, do you have like an Amazon wish list or anything like that for her daughter? And she's like, oh no, she's like super girly, like unicorns, princesses, glitter, anything like that. Like you're going to be good. And I'm like, okay. And in my mind, I'm like, I don't know what she already has. I don't actually know what that means. Like I, I don't have a daughter. Like I have a little boy that just like nonstop plays with Hot Wheels, right? So I'm like, does she want like unicorn figurines? Does she want like things that are decorated with unicorns? Like I do see the girl loves unicorns and I actually met her at Kevin's school the other day and she was like wearing a unicorn headband. Like this girl is like, she unicorns Dan. Like she is very serious about it. Okay. So anyway, I, I took her notes and I went, I, I went shopping and I, I, I just, nothing to me, nothing seemed like this would be fun for a four-year-old. And I was like, okay, this is a bust. So then I go on Amazon and I'm, I'm like overthinking and I screenshotted like four things and I texted it to the mom. I was like, do you think she would like any of these? And I was like, I'm sorry. I really just get so nervous for <laughs> these birthday gifts. And then I like found something that was perfect. I decided to get her, um, a bunch of unicorn, not, sorry, not unicorn. Just, I got her a bunch of like costume jewelry that had like all sorts of like girly stuff on it with like a really cute unicorn jewelry box. Like so perfect. Right. Um, and I was like, Oh, never mind. I found something perfect. So like I had this whole conversation. I, I look crazy to this mom, but this is how I feel about gift giving you guys. It stresses me out. Am I the only one? Anyway, I really don't know how I got to that topic, but I did. And I think we should move on. (laughs) I think we should move on. If the background sounds different, that's because I had to step outside because my husband came down and he was so loud with his allergies, (laughs) but there's cicadas outside. So those are kind of loud and I apologize. I feel like it sounds like a weird sprinkler system or something, whatever. Anyway, we're going to get into unpopular opinions. And I actually like Okay. This is a this is a hot take, but I'm I stand behind it. Okay. We're going to talk about DoorDash and Uber Eats here for a minute. So, I can honestly say the only time I have used it is when I was like like first trimester pregnant, like could like you know when you're just nauseous all day and it, it's like you have the flu, like that part? 
I was in that part. And so like I door dashed something. Um, and it was a gift card. Otherwise I still don't think I would have done it. Um, and I, well, and then I think I used, I was, I was gifted a, a couple DoorDash gift cards, uh, when I, when I had Casey. So I did use those, but like, as far as like out of my own pocket, never you guys, I've survived without using food delivery. Now I understand if you are one of those people that doesn't have a car or you live in a place, like, I think if you live in like New York or something where it's like, it's just crazy to like drive around. I get it. I do. But hear me out. Cooking. (laughs) I just, I think it's a skill. Like if you can read, if you can follow, like if you can read a recipe, I think you can cook. I just, I do. I think it's crazy to me how popular it is. And it's a very expensive. Like I, the way people are so used to paying like, you know, after tip and delivery and just everything, like you're paying like three times as much as that food should cost. That is crazy. Don't do that. I, it just like physically pains me when people use that on a regular basis. Like I, as your financial advisor, I just, I need to tell you, you need to stop doing that. Like there was a time you guys, when grocery stores were like, a convenience to have one nearby, right? Like they weren't as frequent as they are now, right? Like, you know, when people like, I don't know, like I'm talking about like when, when my dad was a kid, right? Like my dad lived in a small town and they like their family, like, uh, they lived off of the, the chicken eggs. They sold like chicken eggs. They had like, I don't know what, it, what would you call that? A chicken farm, but it was like specifically laying hens. I don't know. Anyway, they, but they like gardened and they like, you know, essentially kind of lived off the land to some degree, which is a lot of freaking work. And so my dad is like, he loves a Costco, <laughs> you know, he, I've actually talked to him cause I had like a brief stint there where I really wanted to like homestead. And he's like, I have no interest in that. I've, I've done that. And I'm not interested. That's a lot of work. <laughs> and, uh, I will say I've kind of realized, mm, yeah, I like to be able to like go out of town when I want to and stuff like that. I, there was a time I really wanted to homestead you guys. And I, I can't keep anything alive. I don't like pulling weeds. I don't even like mowing the lawn like that. That makes me sweaty. And it's just like a whole thing, like pulling out the lawnmower and it's just like, it's loud. Like, you know, it's just, it's a whole thing. Anyway, there's just so many chores, right? So I guess I'm glad I didn't lean into that when, when I was having that dream. Anyway, off on a tangent. So yeah, but to me, like, so to have like a grocery store nearby is such a convenience. And then like we had the convenience of like having a restaurant nearby, right? Like you go to a restaurant, you can sit down you can like have a nice meal made for you. You don't have to do any dishes. Like, okay, I totally get it. So nice. Right. And then they stepped it up. We got a drive through. You don't even have to get out of the car. Okay. Like you could eat in your freaking car. You can eat on the go. So convenient. Right. And like now you don't even have to leave the couch. Right. That's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. Like when, so to me, like, you know, we, I I will be the one to say that I'd love, I'd love to never go to a fast food restaurant, but I absolutely go to fast food restaurants. Like 
we're on the go. Children, when, when kids are hungry, they're hungry. Okay. And for myself, like prior to having kids, I would totally just pop into a grocery store and grab like, you know, an apple and some deli meat or like freaking pick at a rotisserie chicken or, you know, something like that. Like grab something healthy for myself. But my kids are not going to do that. Like my four-year-old is mm, like, he'll, okay. Yeah. Like an apple. Sure. Like he'll eat that, but it's, it would, we're talking like getting out of the car seats, like lugging them into the store. It's just, it's so much more of a thing with them. Right. So fast food is like, it's for the moms of young kids like that. I really feel like it's for us. I feel like it's for us. And DoorDash, I also get it. It's, it would be real. Like if I wasn't so cheap, I can see how it would be really great, but I just, I can't do it. And I don't want you to do it. I want to save you money right now. I, I feel like no one that listens to this podcast live. If you have, if you believe, here's what I say. If you have, if you believe you have a really good reason to be using DoorDash, like Chelsea, it just, it makes sense for me. It's a huge asset to my life. Give me your pitch. I want to see if like I would, if I agree with you, not that it matters. Like, Hey, do you, if you're like, you're never, nothing you say, Chelsea is going to stop me from door dashing and Uber eating or whatever, you know, that's fine. Um, and my approval doesn't matter, but I am curious if you, if you can get my approval because it would take a lot. It would take a lot for me to be like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense for you. Like, I'm going to go ahead and give you an example of someone that I could understand needs to door dash from time to time. I'll tell you exactly who she is. She's a mom of young children, busy, busy woman. She works in the medical field, odd hours, wasn't able to pack a lunch. Right. And, but no, even if she worked, I don't know. So, cause then I was like, okay, so she's working in the hospital. Hospitals always have like cafeterias you can eat in. So she could just eat there, but I could understand wanting to mix it up. Mm, I don't know. Okay. Okay. Working as like, like an EMT or some, you know what I mean? Like you don't have access to like what, you know, but they're like on the go. Can they, I, I don't even know how like an EMT's shift works. Okay. Anyway, the, 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 that's like an example where I would be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Like you got a door dash from time to time. I get it. But if you're door dashing on a regular basis and you think you can justify it to me, I'm very curious if you get my approval. I doubt it. I doubt it. I bet I could find a way for you to squeeze cooking into your life. I just, you got to cook, man. You got to cook. <sighs> so this week's episode was all over the place. I got like weirdly heavy right from the get go. Sorry about that. And then super all over the place as usual. I don't think I, I don't even know if I was helpful. Hey, if I was helpful today, you please hype me up. Please tell me. Um, I love you. Have a fantastic week. Thank you for listening to the Hit Bodies podcast. If you're considering joining, we are currently closed, but you can get on the wait list for next round. Just go to www.hitbodies.com. You can drop your name on there and I will email you when registration opens again. Uh, we like it when newbies start at the beginning of a challenge. That's why we do it this way. It's not to be like weird or whatever. It's just we close it up. We close it up. So you got to start with like with a crew. So you have like other newbies that start alongside you. It's just a lot more fun that way. Have a great week. See you next time. Bye.